0: Well, hello. Welcome to the Bold Miss Podcast. What's up, John Welch? Hey, sitting around the table today, we've got Joe Graves. Yeah, we've got Larry Hiler. Hey, and John Welch. And today we start a new book. Well, it's not a new book. No, Colossians.
1: It's not a new book. It's been around forever.
0: That's true. It's it's been around forever.
1: It's new to us for it's, this. It's
0: study. new for the podcast. <laughs> Colossians chapter 1 is where we'll start today.
1: That's absolutely correct.
0: And so uh, feel free to pause this recording. Uh, read Colossians chapter 1, verses 1 through 14.
1: Or, hey, the whole book.
0: Or the whole book. That's right. We'll and then and then we're going to come back and we're going to talk about chapter 1, verse 1 through 14. All right. Then you're back. Hey, it's been or a good week Where gone? Well, I don't know. I don't know. But we're here. That's we what we need here. to know. Yeah. Oh, We're here, and it's Colossians' new book, new uh, uh, series, I suppose, here on the Bowman's podcast. We've been doing the trifecta, yeah, the, and this is the fourth book in the trifecta. The,
1: the, yeah, this is the fourth book in, in our trilogy <laughs> yeah. of, of study for this year. We, yeah, the we fourth took book on in a trilogy. Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, and now Colossians, so we're wrapping this trilogy up. Ba-boom-ching. ching, where's it at? Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Thank that's you. good. That's hey, good. You missed your cue. I missed
0: the cue because I'm not a very good <laughs> al- operator here.
1: Right.
0: <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. So, uh, so well, again, this is a, a letter of Paul.
1: Yeah. So, yeah. So Paul is obviously imprisoned at the time when he wrote this, and um, he's uh, actually in Rome, of course, and. Writing to this little church in Colossia. Is sure, that, yeah. yeah. Is that is that pretty? Close hey, listen, I
0: I don't do pronunciations. <laughs>
1: um, and he's writing to this little church. Now, oddly, he wasn't really ever in the Colossia. Right. He he mm-hmm. never really went there. Yep. But he how did he know this church then would be the question? And the answer to that it's this guy named Epaphras was visiting and helping Paul in Rome and was filling him in. And so Paul felt so moved by this, he had to write a letter back to Colossia and or Colossia and um, and let them know what he thought about it. Um, and that's exactly what he did. So this church was started by Epaphras, and um, the book. the main thing about this book is that We're driven to dive deeper in our relationship with Christ. That's the main thing this book is going to be dealing with. What is the nature of our relationship? Who are we in Christ? And where can we go with Christ? It's just a very small letter by Paul's standards, but he wanted to to make sure that they knew he cared deeply about them. Yeah, And that Epaphras was going to be the guy to help get them there. (coughs) Mm -hmm. So um, obviously Paul didn't write this by himself, right? So let's let's read verses 1 and 2 real quick and talk about it. Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus by God's will, and Timothy our brother, to the saints in Christ at Colossia, who are faithful brothers and sisters. Grace to you and peace from God our Father. You know, it's amazing how much Paul can put in an opening statement. When you really start to break it down, of course, he always announces himself mm-hmm. in his letters right off the bat. Just to say, hey, that's standard, you know. Like we always put our name at the end, right?
0: right.
2: That's standard practice back then, though. To put your name at the at the beginning of Mm
0: -hmm. whoever you were. Yeah,
1: Yeah. that's right. And I think every single one of his letters, he has something. I Paul, Paul, yeah, something to that effect.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, So he announces himself, and he announces himself in a certain way, right? Yeah. As he gives himself this title Mm -hmm. um, of apostle. What does the word apostle mean, John?
0: Well, the uh, the word apostle is is really the um, it's a descriptive term of individuals. Uh, at the time, we we you have the twelve apostles of Jesus. One fell out; that's Judas. And then the twelfth apostle was replaced
1: by uh, Matthias. By
0: Matthias. And then Paul describes himself as as the thirteenth. Apostle. Yeah, as an uh, apostle kind of, of untimely. Yeah, untimely born. Yeah, untimely born. And, uh, a... and uh, <laughs> so the apostle is a, an authority figure in the church.
1: And what's the hallmark of an apostle?
0: That they they were taught and trained by Jesus.
1: Yeah, in person by mm-hmm. Christ, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is odd for Paul because all <laughs> the other apostles actually walked with Christ while he was still alive. On That's the right, earth. even Matthias. Even the, Matthias. He was one of the...
0: Yeah, group of
1: proud. how many ever hundred or so people that kind of roamed around with Jesus. There was always this entourage that
0: yeah. kind
1: of surrounded him, and uh, women and men just kind mm-hmm. of con- uh, conglomerated around Christ. And so, but Paul was definitely not one of those. Yeah, and so we know about his road to a, uh, uh, Damascus. Damascus, his his uh, conversion story, and how he came face to face with Christ.
0: So the question becomes then, as we gear up for this book, why is it that Paul is identifying himself as an apostle in this letter? You know, I think one of the reasons is going to be as a, as we get through the letter is going to be that he is writing really from an authority figure because of the issues that are that have arisen there in uh, Colossium. <laughs> yeah. um, there are false teachers apparently, as we're going to see, the false teachers who are trying to. Uh, impose rules about um, you know, dietary habits and right. traditions and stuff like that. So he's going to be address- addressing that stuff. And so in order to... I mean, uh, whenever there's a claim of orthodoxy, even today, um, when there's a claim of orthodoxy, the question needs to be asked, by what authority are you saying that? Like, I can make a claim about Jesus mm-hmm. or about Christianity, but by Based on what authority? Based on what credentials? Is a question that should be asked, yes. right? So, so my opinion of of the Bible, I think holds more weight than Joe Blows, who's who's you know sniffing cocaine and you know <laughs> a gutter rat. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah, uh, because I've been trained, we we've studied, sure. and so
1: and not only that, there's this, this idea we're going to see in Colossians Does in, in the Colossians <laughs> as well that something happens as you spend time with Christ. There's this idea that Christ becomes your life. Yeah. And, and that changes you as a person. Yeah. And so I, I think Paul is what, some of what he's trying to impart here is, I'm an apostle of Jesus Christ, but, you know, that's a title that, that's given to me by Christ. Right but here's here's how that happened. This is how Christ changed me, and how he can change you
0: well and, and think about some of the as we get to the meat of the book here in the next couple of weeks we we think about how how strong traditions become mm-hmm. uh, yeah. yeah and and in order to break through those, there really needs to be a voice of authority yep. that says, okay, we're not going to do that anymore, you know yeah. what I mean like that that's that's not. That's that's right. that's one of the things you know. I really
2: like about Leesburg.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I
2: mean, really, uh, there's none of this. Well, we did it.
1: We've always done it that way, yeah. Right? There's
2: yeah. none of that. There's always that yeah. room for.
1: It's almost the opposite of that. It is It's like we're it, you're driven, we may be a little too dri- loosey goosey sometimes <laughs> about well, changing I, up, and I, <laughs> I don't know. I
2: I it free. It's a very freeing place to be. Yeah, it, it frees you up to have vision and passion right. and,
1: and, and different directions. You don't, we're not afraid to try something new. That's for sure. right. And we shouldn't be. Look at that and, shipping and container not, out back and, behind the
0: church. And, and we're not <laughs> tied to tradition either. I mean, think about I – mean, this is a tangent, but think about, you know, the Christians who are one cup, one cup uh, intinction communion people, right? Mm-hmm. It's not real communion. And, and they cut fellowship with you if you don't do mm-hmm. one loaf, one cup, all drink from right, the same yeah. loaf. Like, that's a – what do you? Th- I haven't talked to anyone in that tradition since COVID. But I bet that church has really struggled with how to do communion. <laughs> you know what I mean? When, when we get so tied to the methods, the traditions of what we do, right? As opposed to the the the, the, the heart it. the heart of mm-hmm. the mission. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
1: sure. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. Lose, you're losing that, 100%. what Christ yeah. meant yeah. 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 by communion, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So,
0: so so he's writing here and he says, "Hey, hey look." I am an apostle of Jesus Christ by the will of God, right? Not by my will, but the will of God.
1: That it was God who Uh did it. God made me. It says God's will made this. It wasn't him. And then he throws Timothy in there as well.
0: Yeah. So he's... So Timothy's with him and joining him in the authorship of this.
1: Exactly. Exactly. He's not by himself. And that's a really good point. He's got a support system Mm -hmm. helping him out while he's in prison. Yep. Uh, we all need an, a support system. Uh, think about it, guys.
2: Before Paul, we get to prison.
1: Before we get to prison, <laughs> you need a support system. Because when you get there, if you don't have that, oh, you're, you're I done. think about our good friend uh, Jeff Claypool. Mm-hmm. And he's pretty close to possibly getting out by... He said by thanks Christmas. for the letter, by the way. Oh, yeah, no problem. Yep. Uh, he's... he's um, Changed a lot in prison as well. I, I noticed by his words and by how he's reacting now to situations he's in, he's changed a lot. But he had that support system going in. Thank goodness.
2: Thank goodness Thank he goodness. did. Yeah.
1: And Paul had this support system as well. If you get off by yourself, and we pointed this out at, yeah. the, at the man camp, if yeah. you get off by yourself, you're in a very, very dangerous you're, position. You're, that's
2: yeah. And, and we, you know, we were talking before the podcast that's yeah. how that stuff happens.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you sure. when you get off by yourself, yeah. things get dangerous quick. That's very, quick. very,
1: very, yeah. very bad. So yeah. I'm always looking for a way to to connect with mm-hmm. other Christians. We should all be looking. You're never too good to oh, become gosh. part.
2: Paul tells us and warns us. You're never ever,
1: ever beyond needing the support from other temptation. Christians. And uh, I mean, you, I mean, you, guys, yeah. we need this, and we're the world's worst <coughs> as as a as far as the two genders the two genders <laughs> Wow that's World awfully joke. binary. Oh <laughs> that's gosh. awful binary. As far as the two genders, we are the weaker there as far as not wanting to to link arms. And mm-hmm. I don't know why. It's something about that wanting to be strong.
0: What's that that's that the message of masculinity has been uh an isolationist. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's that's not
1: it's
0: John just, Wayne. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. A man. <laughs>
1: Yeah. yeah, don't show your pain and don't, you know, I yeah. yeah. Anyway, Paul knew better. He had a support group intact. Yeah. Helping him while, through the situation he was in. Yeah. And look at the good it did in in the church. Look at oh, look sure. at the rich history we have now because of that imprisonment and because mm-hmm. of the support system. That I mean, Timothy was just one of many people, John Mark and yeah. Epaphras. and I mean, there were Tons of people coming in and out of his life. Luke came in and out of his life up there. I mean, there were all kinds of people that, that just constantly uh, helped him out.
2: Well, yeah, and then, you know, with what you're saying, all of his letters at the, the end of them, their salutations. He always mentions sure. two or three or four guys or women yeah. that he's so thankful for. Yeah, Every one. Yeah. And he, he'll do it here, too. Did it in Philippians, did it in Ephesians, did it in Galatians. So yeah, there is a. He's got a core group that's supporting monetarily, supporting
1: spiritually, supporting mm-hmm. emotionally.
2: Mm-hmm. So,
1: that's right. Yeah, yeah. It's a good. It's a really good point. He's <laughs> he's always got that coming in and out of yeah. his life up there, yeah. a, a revolving door of faithful servants of Christ. And, and guys, think about bringing he, him support. And he's sitting in
2: custody or prison or whatever. Mm-hmm. Without that, he could have just. I just mean, started who it. knows what
1: or or died. He's of just a cold, ma- or, He is
2: a man. Yeah, I mean, he, yeah. he doesn't walk that's on right. water. He's a man. Right. So, we know what that's like to be out. Yeah, alone. Absolutely. Uh, or you know, I yeah. mean, yeah. so so,
1: so look, looking in verse two, he starts talking about the audience. Right, he's he uh, he says to the saints in Christ. At Colossia, uh, who are faithful brothers and sisters, so he he addresses them now, where is Colossia? Do we know where that's at and we, I don't. we kind of do it's historically they know where it's at, but it, oddly enough it's not been excavated yet hmm. it the The word Colossia means the hill, so this thing this city was in a plain, and there's just this big mound out there where this city was built you can see it from far off it's just a city on a hill basically and uh and so they know where it was and you can see some of the ruins but it's never been excavated uh it's it's up and around um
0: it's an asian minor it's an asian says, minor yeah. but
1: it's close to it's It's one of the – it's like a bunch of cities right next to a river up in there.
0: Well, I just pulled up a resource, and it says that it's in Asia Minor about 120 miles east of a major port city of Ephesus. Today, that is the southwestern part of Turkey. Ah. In the first century, A.D. Colossum was a small uh, small town. However, in the fifth century, uh, it was a thriving economy. Known especially for its unique textiles and wool.
1: And it was nine miles from Laodicea. Laodicea was real close to it. Hmm. Because you're going to notice later on in the book, Paul's going to say, hey, read that letter that I sent to Laodicea, which we don't have, and share this book with them. Share this letter with them. Um, (laughs) Approximately 22 acres big. May have had a population of 25,000 people.
0: Hmm. So, there you go. There you go. Fun fact.
1: Fun facts. Yeah, it's up there in that old uh, Asia Minor area, on the yeah, Greece yeah. side of Asia Minor. If you okay. think about it, there there's a Greece side and then there's a, a Middle Eastern side, right close to Israel. So, you know, or or Syria. So there, it's on that side closer to Greece. Okay. Now we kind of know where it's at. Um, when he talks to them, how does he address them? I find that very interesting. To the
0: saints and faithful brothers? Yes,
1: he calls them faithful brothers and sisters in Christ. Uh, that, that means that he already understands that they are, number one, <coughs> faithful, uh, yeah. you know, or, number one, that they're brothers and sisters in Christ, and, number two, that they're faithful in, in, their, in their walk with Christ. So we don't seem necessarily an, an overriding problem, per se, right up in the front. Right with with the Christians that are there, yeah, yeah,
0: maybe. I mean, I think that's maybe interpretive in that. um was well, he writing just to ju- to just correct the faithful brothers, Right. or are there unfaithful <laughs> brothers in their There's, of, there's so always a few. Unfaithful I think that's brothers. an interpretive.
1: There's always there, a, but, yeah, but, but but I think but, it's
0: more than that. It's just a, uh, uh, Icedy. <laughs> yeah, it's a it, it's a
2: yeah. Well, he could he, be talking about he. You take the two. We're all saints. everybody yes. that's a part of his of Christ is a saint. The faithful brethren might be the people he's talking to here
1: that haven't given in to the false teaching which he's going to get to.
0: perhaps it could be. You know
1: Here's an interesting little fun fact. In the books of Galatians, <clears throat> Ephesians, and Philippians, Paul adds another little title to in all of those books and those letters to those saints. He says, "Grace <clears throat> and uh, peace to you from God our Father." And the Lord Jesus Christ, he puts that phrase on the end of his greeting. What, yeah, and and in this book, he just kind of it's just kind of dropped. I don't know if that's because he ran out of well, paper it could
0: or, be because he's going to elaborate on Christ.
1: Bingo. Largely that's, in that the is exactly first where, here. the way I see it as well. Yeah. He's he's going to be dealing with that. Who is Christ mm-hmm. in, in your life, mm-hmm. and so that's that's a good foreshadowing, I think. Um, so. Moving on to verses 3 through 8. Okay. We're going to be talking about some of that thanksgiving he feels. Yeah,
0: yeah. He says, uh, let me read it for us, huh? Yeah. He says, "We we uh, we always thank God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, when we pray for you. Since we heard of your faith in Christ Jesus and of the love that you have for all the saints, because of the hope laid up for you in heaven, of this you have heard... Before, in the word of truth, the gospel, which has come to you, as indeed in the whole world it's bearing fruit and increasing, as it also does among you since the day that you heard it and understood the grace of God in truth, just as you heard it from Epaphras, our beloved fellow saint. He's a faithful minister of Christ on your behalf and has made known to us your love in the Spirit.
1: Yes. So, looking there in that first little bit, he says, We always thank God, our Father, and the Lord Jesus Christ. We pray for you. Um, in that little section there, through about all oh, the first half of verse 5 there, what what do you think it tells us about Paul's personal experience with Colossia?
0: Well, he's yeah. just heard of them, right? Yeah. Like I'm, I'm hearing these reports, and I'm hearing what, what the gospel, how the gospel has impacted you, and how you have. I uh, bounce that off to the rest of the world. The whole world, he says, is bearing fruit and increasing um, since they he <coughs> heard it. understood. So, I mean, it's 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 uh, reproducing, yeah, right? Yeah, which is kind of a neat story. You know, I'll, I'll never understand how a church, you, you see growth here, natural growth here. I don't understand how churches die, other than they're not clinging to the gospel. The gospel brings That's Exactly
1: life. right. There's other elements you know I mean? that get injected into uh, the way their philosophy of, of of conducting business. It leaves the realm of the gospel and it becomes something that's interjected. Clubhouse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's the only way a church dies. Mm-hmm. Tradition. I promise you. That Tradition. You will not see a church die. I'll go on and say it. You will not see a church die if they're standing solely. Yep. On the gospel message. Mm-hmm.
0: mm-hmm.
1: There's and always something that's been put in there yep. that causes to die. I, and it makes but, me but, greatly yeah. afraid for a lot of churches today that are interjecting a lot of this. Uh, yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh, this there's, there's no room for That's right, Joe. I agree 100%. It's standing on the gospel. It,
1: it, it makes you afraid for and, these and, guys. And uh,
2: listen, the, and the second part to that, which is important as it ever will be, is the proclamation of it.
0: hmm Yeah. I mean, yeah.
2: there's a lot of churches that stand on the gospel, and they have that message, but the proclamation gets lost in the. I mean, that's yeah. that is that's the, that's the church's marching orders: the proclamation mm-hmm. of the gospel.
0: Yeah,
2: we don't get there to get evangelized or to be. You know, there are some that come. Yeah. Of course, we invite, sure. uh, but our goal as brothers and sisters in Christ is to proclaim. That mm-hmm. Christ is coming back. Yeah. The resurrected Christ. Yeah.
1: And so we've got all kinds of messages in in churches today. Sure. You know, that you, know, you said it, man. You're fine and, and don't worry about that. That's not a sin anymore. We you know, and yeah. and or if you give this much money you can get this much back or Oh my gosh, there's so there's, much so many it, different it, ways it, yeah. that yeah. that churches get off track. Yeah. Oh. But you know the well, case here go ahead, John. Yeah.
0: Well I mean <laughs> When he's talking yeah. about the gospel here, I mean, I think it's important to point out he, we've got to ask the question, well, what does he mean by the gospel? Um, and part of this is fleshed out in the next couple of verses here. You've heard understood the grace of the grace of God in truth. Um, uh, you've got to, you know, your faith in Christ Jesus and the love that you have for the saints, the hope that you have laid up in heaven. So the gospel is not just a, Jesus died for your sins, right? The gospel... Um, the good news uh, is uh, uh, the word that would be used there. Uh, and, it, and it would be the idea of, uh, of everything that Jesus and, and his apostles there teach. Right? Correct, yeah. And so your life can be different and your life can be changed. And Jesus, in a Jewish context, the idea is Jesus is now the fulfillment of the Old Testament law. And that's one of the big things that he's going to be dealing with, this good news, is freedom by which you've been saved, no longer bound by a dietary system or a That's sacrificial right. system. Christ is the sacrifice. And we and saw we... some of
1: that Judaism trying to work its way in in Galatians. You're going to see a little bit of it right. in this church as yeah, well, the, yeah. the legalistic element.
0: So it's argued that um, the reason that Paul deals with who Christ is so much in this it's not just declarative, but it's also uh, uh, not just declaring who Christ is, but clarifying for the church yes. Jesus' identity. Yeah. I mean, he'll say it later on, <coughs> uh, in what, what, uh, is it in chapter 2 where he talk, talks about Christ as the in, No, here in he's verse 15. Checking, oh, okay. Uh, he, he, I, of course, this is next week's podcast, but yes, uh, he's he, the image yeah. of the invisible God. Let's just pause there. <laughs> or yeah. I guess the firstborn overall creation that's Paul's there okay <laughs> so as he describes who Jesus is this should be encompassed in the idea of the gospel right who Jesus is changes everything about your religious practices understanding a accurate picture of who Jesus is changes everything
1: not only does it change everything around you it changes who you perceive yourself to be yeah. and those yeah. around you a- yeah. at the end of the day, and and the, those those that that's you. where the impact moment mm-hmm. comes for mm-hmm. the rest of the church is and, the fact that he's changed who you are those, inside and out and
2: those outside the church. Yeah. yeah. That's that's the whole you know it says bringing forth fruit. It's a continuing yeah. not I, I don't like to say evolving but it's a continuing you know like like watching a plant grow. It, but it but it how continues. does that happen?
0: Huh? Like how but how's that happen? We refer to it at Man camp. J- Jesus refers to it in his own words in John 17ish when he talks about this and um uh I'm the vine, you're the branches. Yep. Right? You stay connected to, to me. me in that same section he's talking about God's word, right? The word, the of, word God of God yes. is what is what brings life and, right, and right. fruit and growth. Right. And so our proper understanding of these this introduction right. here would have us thinking about the gospel, the whole word, the whole corpus of of the New Testament writing specifically yeah. is what he's referring to here. That should bring life. That's bringing new life and, and new growth and new fruit. Right? It's not dying. If if or, if the, if the impact of Christianity on your life is dying with you or stopping or ceased with or you, or it
2: reaches a point. That's right. There is no reach. Yeah. There is no end mm-hmm, until you take mm-hmm. your last breath. It's that's a right. continual. Battle work, just like him. He said, "I have finished the work mm-hmm, God gave me." Mm-hmm. He worked, 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 and we're to work, work, mm-hmm. work, work, work right, right, right alongside with him. So yeah, that's right. Yeah,
1: yeah. That whole idea: Are we impacting the world around mm-hmm. us? Oh, gosh, mm-hmm. no. are, is there an impact still, or are you just keeping it to yourself? And listen, no, man. I mean,
0: look, we actually had cost back in this day, in the first century. There's actually cost of following Jesus. That's right. It costs Joe. It costs us nothing to follow Jesus today. Nothing. I mean, what cost have you all ever endured for the sake of Christ?
2: <laughs> it's shameful. Shameful. I
0: mean, I, I mean, i well, But I mean, it's not our fault necessarily. No, but I'm still saying if we, we
2: ever, if we ever say,
0: but I, I guess my, my my point here is historically there was a time where there was a, a steep cost. Few modern listeners, readers have a true cost when it comes to following jesus the only thing it costs them is partying on friday night or or faithfulness to a spouse you know what i mean like that's a, that's the cost we endure yep
2: what yep yep
0: you know what i mean i get I'm it baffling
2: yep
1: yeah but i'd uh, say uh, just the fact that we have to realize that we have this impact we I, I ask asked the question now, do we truly appreciate God's grace? Yeah. Do we really have a, have our head wrapped around it? Now I'm gonna <coughs> propose to you that we probably don't. Yeah. <coughs> we probably are not as appreciative as we need to be.
0: Well let's look at verse nine, huh? Uh,
1: seven and eight. Oh, just kidding. <laughs> you learn this from a because <laughs> we, we've talked about the first part but not okay. the last part. You learn this from a our dearly loved fellow servant. Uh so who was Epaphras? What do we know about him?
0: He was sent there to deal to help Paul.
1: Just to help Paul and and what was he at at Colossia? We we're told that right here that he was a their faithful minister. A faithful minister mm-hmm. to them. Yes, absolutely. Just to point it out one last time. And they told Paul right, he told Paul yep. what about, about Colossia, yep. that they were faithful, right? That that they were um, that they were uh, true to God.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, all right, now go on to verse. Okay, verse nine.
0: (laughs) And so, from the day we heard, we we have not ceased to pray for you. And here's what we're praying. Asking that you're filled with the knowledge of his will and in all spiritual wisdom and understanding, so as to walk in a manner worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing to him, bearing fruit in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God, being strengthened with all power according to his glorious might for all endurance and patience with joy, giving thanks to the Father who has qualified you to share in the inheritance of the saints in light. He has delivered us from the dominion of darkness and has transferred transferred us to the kingdom of his beloved Son in whom we have redemption and forgiveness of sins. That's right. So here's the prayer that he's praying or they've been praying for them. Is that you're that that you are filled with the knowledge of uh with uh with the knowledge of his will and all spiritual wisdom and understanding.
1: Yeah, so there's there's a knowledge of his will, and then there's this asking for wisdom, the uh wisdom and spiritual understanding, right? Very, very important that they mm-hmm. would as they're reading this, that the knowledge would be opened to them by the Holy Spirit. That's right. That they would have yeah. that understanding of what he's writing. Mm-hmm. that it wouldn't just fly over their head. Hopefully tonight, this, or today, or whenever this morning, whenever you're listening to this podcast, the words of Christ, of, of the, not Christ, but the words of this epistle will not fly over your head. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. you will take these moments seriously and know that it's an impactful thing mm-hmm. in your life.
0: And... Verse 10, to walk in a manner worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing to him.
1: Walking it out.
0: Right? It's Walking not just what it. you know, that's what right. you understand, it's what you do. That's right. Right?
1: And bearing that fruit, you know, growing <coughs> in the knowledge of God and, and doing every good work.
0: Now, that bearing fruit is not something you do. That's I think right. It's important to point that's out right. there. Uh, that's a passive term there. Bearing fruit is the result of the walk that you're doing.
1: It's a you natural know. outgrowth. Mm-hmm, just mm-hmm. like the fruit tree yeah it's well, see, a natural part of what
0: happens we try to do it backward and we try to add fruit to our lives, hoping that the wisdom and the maturity and all that stuff will grow <laughs> out of it. you know what I mean yeah, um, but the hard
1: work is done before the yeah. the vine dresser will come in and dig the soil and add mm. compost and he'll he'll keep the weeds out of the out of the garden and but you've got to keep the weeds yeah. out of your life right yeah. and you've got to cultivate the ground with the word of God you've got to allow God to prune things out of your life that you don't need yeah. And then the fruit comes, and then you bear fruit. Yeah, and
0: as that happens, like he's pointing out here, you're strengthened with all power according yes. to his, his might. You're given endurance and patience with joy and giving. You're able to sit back and say, "Thank you, God, for what you're, you've
2: done." You got. I'm sorry. You guys, this passage says bearing fruit. Mm-hmm. Yep. I, my, I like my, mine. Says being
1: fruitful in every good work. Mm-hmm. About the same thing. Not though. The same, yeah. It's good. Yeah, it is. Yep. Being fruitful. Is in the process it's, of bearing fruit. It, yeah, it's yeah cool. absolutely. Yeah, I, like, I that. like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's seven things here that he's he's really praying for them. That that and it's a very cool passage. Very cool. And look at that—the you know, endurance, the idea of patience, the idea of having joy, of being joyful. Mm-hmm. Um, and ultimately, Thankful. the father is <laughs> is uh, lifted up. The Father ultimately receives praise yeah. from this. And,
0: and look what what God has done. He has qualified you, listener, to share in the inheritance of the saints of, in, the, in the light. Hmm. You've been qualified. Wow. He has delivered us from the dominion of darkness and has transferred us to the kingdom of his beloved Son in whom we have redemption and forgiveness of sins. I like the it's idea, a though. It's positional shift.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Right? That, that's true. You were once worthy of condemnation but he has picked you up out of that combination brought you into the light and put you in as an inherited son
1: my my particular translation yeah. says rescued mm-hmm. I love that word that he rescued mm-hmm. us it's it's uh, an idea yeah. that we were we were completely helpless yeah. in that position of darkness and that in that kingdom of darkness and he took and had mercy on us dead
2: in our trespasses in ephesians yeah. yeah absolutely very clearly yeah
1: and it had nothing to do with me, nothing at all to do with me. It was all him. See,
2: that's that's when the message of grace, that's when we learn if we really get, and I think a lot of people do believe, John, and you know this probably better than me and Joe because people you talk to that believe that there's some something I've done or I yeah. can do or mm-hmm. something, I don't want to say special, but I'm,
0: yeah,
2: and it isn't. We are. Man, we're no worse than the guy on the corner
0: yeah. That's right. selling
2: crack apart from his mercy and grace.
0: Yeah, that's right.
2: I mean, yeah. E- even though we've made better choices maybe since we got – we're no better people.
0: Yeah. Was it we're all beggars trying to tell other beggars we're on we bread.
2: bread? That's exactly right. <laughs> if we can to, remember how to say that's right. you That's <laughs> right. <to, laughs> I got it that time. I know. Huh? you did.
1: Yeah. Hey, guys, I tell you what, The the last verse there, the most impactful words – that he says is in him.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: In him we have redemption. What does that imply, real quick, before we leave you? Let's leave you with this thought. It says, In him we have redemption. The implication is that outside of him there is no nothing. redemption. There's nothing for you in this world in what you can gain, there's nothing for forgiveness, there's no payment that could be made. So let's march forward into this book of Colossians. Let's march forward in this idea that Christ is your life.
0: Yeah.
1: And let's find out together.
0: Apart from him, you've got a snowball's chance.
1: There's not even that chance. <laughs> right? <laughs> it's already determined Yeah. before That's right. Before the story's even written. Yeah. Outside of him, there's nothing.
0: That's right. That's right. Awesome. Thanks, guys.
1: I appreciate y'all being here with us for this podcast. Come back next week. When we cover week two, chapter one, verse
0: 15 through 23. Adios. Take care. Later. Very well. Later,
1: guys.